I don't want to be a product of my environment. I want my environment to be a product of me. From the top to the bottom, I was raised to be solid. Really, at every angle, I ain't worried about the audit. Never see the hate, tunnel vision on the profit. Boss moves if I want it, best believe I cops it. Team so tough, moving silence like the mafia. Trying to get the form whip, probably name it Claudia. White Rocket Tiffany, that's just another day to me. I be living lavish, that's why these haters be hating me. Stronger than I ever been, never break, never been. God first, family second, money is like next again. So if you come in for me, pull the trigger, guard and shoot. Kevlar mindset, lifestyle bullet. Bulletproof, built tougher than your average, ultimate hustler, I'm the total package, bulletproof, I know you see me in your scope, I'm the captain of the ship, you just a sailor with a boat, bulletproof, built tougher than your average, ultimate hustler, I'm the total package, bulletproof, I know you see me in your scope, I'm the captain of the ship, you just a sailor with a boat, bulletproof. What's up everybody, hey you're on the Bulletproof Mafia and I'm Michael Munsterman. Today's episode, don't give power to the problem. So I'm going to, this is going to be interesting for me because this is my third take at this podcast. Uh, the first one, I got a few minutes into it and didn't really care for it. The second one, I shot, I don't know, 18, 20 minutes and I was absolutely on fire for this conversation. And then I looked down and realized that I didn't hit record on my audio. So I've got this, this mime version, like <laughs> I'm over here just flapping away at the camera and it can't hear a word I'm saying. So if anybody is good at reading lips, DM me, I'll send it out to you. Ha. Now here's the thing. This is actually a really great uh, opportunity for me to operate in integrity with you. Because although I could be really pissed off and frustrated that I just wasted 30 minutes of my life, I'm going to go another route with it. I absolutely didn't. I polished this podcast by running through it a couple times, which I never do. Um, the guys who record me refer to me, it, you know, kind of the one take wonder. If, if I set in with the subject matter from beginning to end, I'm going to, I'm going to share it with you. And on the other side of it, you're going to be like, holy shit. Like I, I totally get what he was saying in relation to this conversation. It would be super easy for me to take a negative spin on it and to feed that fuel of, man, I can't believe I did that. That was stupid of me, whatever. But the truth is, is that it was absolutely exactly what was supposed to happen and was perfect. And now I'm going to get on with the podcast. Excuse me. Okay, so don't give power to the problem. What do I mean by that? I've said this three times. This exact line I've said three different times. I don't remember how long ago it was. I don't remember when they handed it to me or when I bought it or, or, or how I came across it, but there's a book and it's called The Secret. And if you've never read The Secret, The Secret is in a nutshell. It talks about the law of attraction and what you think about, what you focus on, what you speak about is what you attract into your world. Apparently I'm gonna have you edit this up here a little bit in the beginning, if you would please. Uh, I'm at minute two and a half. Get some of that burping gone for me. Thanks. And so at its purest form, the law of attraction is this. Regardless of whether I add a positive or a negative spin to something, what I say and what I think about 
the universe delivers to me. Now, I started to have this conversation with my wife and my daughter, and, and we're, we are Christians, but my wife and my daughter are definitely much more practiced and disciplined in their faith than I am. And what I mean by that is, like, you don't hear them curse. They very much hold a much tighter total line to some of the things that I give myself permission to do. Like, I give myself permission to be pretty fucking raw. raw. Like, I just, if, if it's in my head, if it's coming out of my mouth, it, it comes out. And that's just the way that I operate. Now, I have some, I have some hard lines, and I hold true to those because I feel like, like that calling's on me, but we're just different. And so whenever I said to them last night, the universe will deliver to you what you, what you focus on, what you think about, what you speak about, I was quickly corrected, and they said, you mean God. And yes, I absolutely mean God. But just like that, that's a total line element that is just a little bit different than the way that I operate. I assume that if you know me, if you listen to me, you know where my belief system lies, and so replace it with whatever you want. If for you it's a turnoff that I say the universe, then just replace that with God. If I say God, just replace it with the universe if that's your jam. But whatever the reason and however it works, what you focus on, what you speak about, what you think about gets delivered to you. Regardless of, like, think about it as the meat of the sandwich, the subject matter of the sandwich. Regardless of what you put on either side, regardless of what you use for a bun, whether it's a bun or whether it's bread, whether it's lettuce, it doesn't matter, it doesn't care. It's still a sandwich. And that's the way that the law of attraction works, according to the secret. Well, here's what's interesting. If you're a Christian and you're listening to this, there's a ton of scripture that supports everything that I'm saying here. Absolutely to a T. In other words, so uh, let's say that for me, I, and I'll keep this very elementary. Uh, if I speak, I like being alone. I'm a loner. I never, I don't do well in crowds. Like I don't, like there's just, I don't know, I get anxious around other people. Everything that I'm saying will become my reality for lots of reasons, but I'll be attracted to situations that like showcase what I just said. I'll be put in more situations where I'm more uncomfortable, where I, where I don't feel like I can speak to a situation. Like what I speak to is what happens. Now, reverse it, go an entirely different way. Let's say, let's say I say, no, I for sure am a powerful speaker. When I say something, it happens. When I'm talking to people, negotiating with people, the thing that I want to happen on the other side always happens. Like that, I am, I am a powerhouse when it comes to how I communicate, negotiate, and speak, whether it's to one person, whether it's to 100. I'm attracted to situations at that point that allow me to accelerate inside of my communication. I heard a guy say it once like this. If you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Now, add a little spin to that. If you think you can have that thing or you think you can't have that thing, you're right. If you think you will or you think you won't, you're right. If your heart fears something, the thing you fear is on its way to you. Like the subject matter that takes up residency inside of you is exactly what's going to head your way. I hate it whenever I hear, and a, like I have good, good friends that say stuff like this. I get on to them all the time. I did it on the last podcast, episode 101 with, with Aaron Axmere. I said, I said to Aaron, um, I, I don't want to hear, I married up or I married down. Stop saying that shit. 
Because here's what happens. When you start to speak, my wife's better than me. Guess what happens? Your wife literally becomes better than you. Like it's just truth. If you secretly in your mind think, well, I'm better than my wife. That's exactly, like I literally had one of my homies. I watched this guy. He, he kept referring to how he was leveling up and she wasn't. Like he kept saying that. I'm leveling up. She's not. Like, and, and here's the thing. Whether he was or he wasn't is irrelevant. He was speaking over his wife that she was not. She's not, like, she's just not bettering herself. Physically, emotionally, spiritually, like, she just doesn't care. She just doesn't care. Like, that core sentence spread across all areas of her life, and that's the thing that he just kept speaking. He was essentially saying, I have a wife that does not give a shit about anything. That was the core subject. And he would, he would wrap that with, I don't want to have a wife that doesn't give a shit about anything. He would, say, he would say, well, she doesn't give a shit about anything. I wish it were different than that. It's just not. It's how it is. <laughs> and so here's what happened. That just continued to manifest. And over a few years, this guy had convinced himself that he was so much fucking better than his wife that divorce was the only option. That's exactly what happened. He got with me and, and, and a few of our other mutual friends and he said to us, guys, tell me if my view is, is messed up here. And every single person in the conversation said, yes, 100%. But you know what? He couldn't stop thinking. He couldn't stop thinking, I'm better than she is. He spent lots of time around other females. He found females who he could speak. You know, my wife just quit giving a shit. And you know what he did? He opened up the opportunity for some of them to say, well, we do. We care. And so here he is now. He's exposed himself. He's attracted this to his role, right? He's attracted the possibility that this woman that he wished that he had in his heart. You see, because here, if we boil down to like the boilerplate of it all, in his heart, he wanted something different. And the universe started to move to give it to him. He spoke into existence that his wife was never going to get any better than she was and spoke into his existence that there's somebody out there. I'm sure there's somebody out there that would be like me, that would be on par with me, that would want to be better, that wants to better themselves to the point that they're willing to step over the fact that this is a married dude. And that's exactly how the story ends. Before his divorce was ever, ever finalized, he was in bed with other women. 100% left his wife. Good, good guy. Couldn't get him to stop speaking this shit. Couldn't get him to stop thinking it. Couldn't get him to like, couldn't get him to start to speak a new reality. The new reality is my wife is amazing. She's as amazing the day, today as the day that I met her. Because then you know what he would do? He would look at her and say, you know what? You are as amazing today as the day I met you. Whether he believes it or not. If her body's a little out of sorts and he would just continue to pour on her, I think you're perfect. I think you're perfect. I think you're perfect. You're wonderful. You're amazing. You were made exactly the way that you're supposed to be made for me. And I think you're flawless. Here's what begins to happen. I think you're perfect. I think you're flawless. Guess what happens in her mind? She looks in the mirror and she begins to think, I'm perfect. My husband loves me. It gives her confidence. She starts to move and operate differently because she knows she has the affection of the person who she desires most. 
It changes the way that she interacts with him. She'll quit fighting. She'll quit poking. She'll quit prodding, questioning. She'll begin to empower that man. And then the man can't help but push back into her even further. And it's a cycle that happens and it all starts with where your heart is and what you're attracting. I've all but removed that guy from my world because I, I recognize that like what he was attracting wasn't what I wanted to attract. I love this guy. He could call me tomorrow and ask me for anything. I'd do it for him. But he's not part of the council of kings. He's not part of that, that group of, of guys who get the opportunity to speak into my world every single day. Guys who get the opportunity to speak into my world sounds really egotistical, but just think about it. I want people who speak into my world who want to attract prosperity and greatness and strong relationships. You should want the same thing for your life. You should want prosperity. Whatever that is for you. You should want a relationship that's on fire. We're human. As humans, we want to be loved and surrounded by other people. We want relationships. In fact, we'll... Like, that's why, that's why porn is as powerful as porn is. Because we'll allow ourselves to, like, we desire emotional, physical connection so much that we'll allow ourselves to live in a fake-ass reality that, that we're not even a part of so that we can allow our imaginations to go to a place where for just a split second, we can think, we, we, we don't, like, step outside of ourselves and look at ourselves in that very moment to realize how absolutely fucking disgusting we look. Like, think about that. So, so, of course, you want to be loved. And, of course, you want to have deep, meaningful relationships. And, of course, you want to have some kind of a connection, some kind of an understanding why we're all here, what's happening. And you should want your body to be its best version because on the other side of having a body that's on fire, that works as a machine for your world... You find power in all of the other areas. This is, and this is, the, this is where the book, The Secret, this is where it all started. And this is, this is what it was saying. It was saying that you can stop yourself from the free fall of life right where you are today if you would just consider that you can 180 every area of your life by just simply believing that you deserve better. Remove the, the victim mentality and begin to focus on what you want your life to look like. And here's what's cool. I don't know if it's entirely the universe or God delivers to you exactly what you need in exactly the moment, how that all happens. But I can tell you this. That supercomputer you have between your ears that's been being programmed since the day you opened your eyes the very first time, it's been programmed to give you what you want in this world. It tunes in to where you need to go, what you need to touch, who you need to be surrounded with, and it alerts you when it's time to take action, when it's time to speak, when it's time to go. And if only, if that was the only, if that was the only benefit, if the only benefit was you become more attuned to the correct path to get you where you want to be, you already win. 
Now take the concept of God and add that as, as nitrous in the back end. Like that's, now you've got an entity that created you perfectly for this world and, and, and put a mission on your heart to go and do good and, and to live your best life and to reach people and, and to give and to, and to make this world more beautiful than, than when you came into it. And not only now are you more in tune to what it is that you need to get where you want to go, but God's delivering that to you. The universe is giving, like serving that up to you, serving the right people up to you, serving the right situations up to you, serving the right circumstances. And as real as gravity holds your ass to this dirt, this principle is true. I don't understand why I don't float off into the atmosphere. Like I get it, but I don't get it. Just the same as I don't understand why I was like I was just dumb enough as a kid to say, when I grow up, I'm going to be rich. When I grow up, I'm going to be rich. And I think rich is crazy relative, and everybody's got their own definition and version of that. You got third world country, we're all rich, right? You're listening to a podcast. You at least have a smartphone. Like you're you're probably in your car. Like you're you're first world. I just mean like I didn't want to have to worry about money every single day, every single week. I never wanted to look at my kids. Like I I spoke it like this. I would always, I will always be able to give my kids what they want. And I didn't know any different. I didn't know what I was doing, but it was attracting something. I'll always be able to provide for my children. I'm going to put my children through college. I'm going to. This is going to happen. I would never say, I don't ever want to say to my kids, I can't afford ice cream. I don't ever want to say to my kids, I can't afford it. I don't ever want to, like, like, I don't even, for the sake of this podcast, I'm allowing myself to say words that I do not allow myself to speak into my world. I do not ever allow myself to say, I can't afford that. Because the second that I say those words, I just made it real. Sitting here in my mind today, while, while I'm doing this podcast, I'm thinking about this, I can't think of a thing that I cannot afford. Does that mean that I can, that I have the capital to go out and buy absolutely anything in the world today? No, absolutely not. But I've instilled so hard into my internal psyche that, that I, I truly believe that if I set my sights on, I want a Learjet. I want a Learjet. I'm going to have a Learjet. I'm going to own a jet. That, that I would go to work. I would prioritize. I would scale. I would sell. I would build. I would, I, would, like, I would manifest the opportunities that would deliver the jet to me. Because I don't believe that there's anything that's outside of my reach. And I'm not saying this so that you think, wow, this is an arrogant son of a bitch. Like he just thinks he can do anything. I'm saying this because I believe the same for you. One of the things that I've talked on other podcasts about, and, and I'll say it again to you as I'm kind of winding this down is whenever I sit with somebody and I talk to somebody about how to architect their perfect world, I tell them that I want them to do a vision statement. I want them to go three years into their future and I want them to write the absolute most perfect day in their world. Three years into their future. And then I want them to cut it in half. And where do they need to be to be on track for that? And then I have them bust it backwards a little bit further to a one year. And then they break it down quarterly. Okay, so what do you got to do the next four quarters to get there? 
Like what has to happen in your world to get to the one year mark? And then at the one year mark, you only have six more months to get where you want to be, which means you have 18 months from there to really hit that incline. But it all starts with a true like vision belief that you can get there. And what's so powerful is the mind can't perceive what you can't create. And if you could just believe that, if you could operate that way every single day, if you would give yourself permission to attract the things into your heart and into your world, like, they'll come. The people will come. The opportunities will come. Happiness will come. Peace will come. But you have to start to speak to those things. You have to begin to believe in those things. You have to begin to, to allow yourself the freedom to visualize and, and hold on to those things. And they will come to you so quickly and so abundantly. And you'll look at yourself one day and you'll think, how have I survived under that negative Nancy umbrella that got me here? Because it's literally what it feels like when you give yourself permission. I remember, I remember the hotel conference room that I was standing in the day that I allowed myself to believe this to be my reality. And you can sit on the other side of this and think I'm saying what I'm about to say because it's a podcast and I want you to believe me. But within one year of taking that umbrella out from over my head and letting the light hit me, like feeling like I'm stepping into the light for the very first time, within one year, I clocked my first million. One year. I'm taking that umbrella off, that umbrella of negative thoughts, fearful nature, the umbrella of speaking things that just did not empower my world, to putting a bullet in that dog's head, like to getting to a point where if literally, like I went home, I told my wife all about this. I'm like, hey, I, like, I think this is true. And she's like, well, of course it is. It's in the Bible. And she talks about it. I said, okay, okay. So if you already believe it, then I don't have to sell you on the, the principles of it. But here's, here's what we're going to do. In our household, we don't look back. We don't go back. The days we lived under the umbrella of speaking negativity over each other, the, day we, the days we lived under the umbrella of being negative about our situations, our circumstances, our belief systems and where we're going, those are over. We are both taking those off, like out from over our heads and putting them away. And the second that we see each other reach back for one, we hold them accountable. So like lots of times, my wife has said to me, hey, we don't speak that over our life. Hey, we don't speak that over our children. Hey, don't speak that over her. Don't speak that over me. Like these are words that are slung around my house often. Still today, two decades later. Actually, not quite two decades, 13 years later. It's cool and it's so powerful. And I, I don't know how many of my podcasts I've, I've ended on. If you could just change this one thing, you'll change your life. But for you, right now where you are today, 
What are you attracting? What are you pulling at yourself? What are you pulling into your relationships? What are you pulling into your physicality? What are you pulling into your, into your faith? What are you pulling into your financial world? Because if I looked at you and I could get you to believe, if I could say to you this simple sentence, the result is your fault. And it all starts with what you truly believe in your heart. If you would believe that, it would completely alter the way that you operate and it would drastically shift the trajectory of your life. Savvy? Oh, I've never done this before. I've never said something after savvy. But I just wanna, I just wanna tell you something, like that, that whole operating in integrity thing. This was number three, this was the third podcast. This was the third attempt at this. And the first two felt like absolute shit. If I had allowed myself to think, man, I just am not there today, I don't have it, and I would have shut it all off and left the room, you wouldn't have got this. And so if you found any value or benefit from this, it's because like, that's a true practicing of the preach. Just saying inside of myself, no, no, this message is there and it's for them and it's ready and you've got to say it. you like, well, it's on your heart, this, 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 you know, don't give power to the problem. Like speak positivity, like you've got to get that out. No power to the problem. The problem is you, you've done this twice and it sucked the first time and it was okay the second time. But this time, this is the one that you needed to hear. So like I do this podcast for free. It doesn't, like I don't have any benefits from it and, and uh, I don't make money off of it. I don't use it to leverage, to get paid. Like I truly just want it to reach as many people as, as I can. So if you would do me a favor, when you hang up from here, when you, when you hit stop or whatever, would you just jump, jump on Instagram? It's MJ Munsterman and, and share, um, share it or, or go to iTunes and, and leave a review Share the link with somebody who you think would get some benefit from this because I know we're all surrounded by negative people. Why not give people in your world an opportunity to truly live a different kind of freedom? Share this up for me. Really, really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for everything that you always do for me and the support and listening to the show and, and following us. And, and look, I, I appreciate all the emails, the DMs, everything that I get. I might get some text messages. Some of you guys can find anything online. I guess my cell phone number's out there somewhere. But, um, anyway, uh, talk to you next time. Bulletproof.